Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Yo, yo, what's poppin'? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with your lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic-ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doin' past the political shit, nigga. They doin' relationship shit, like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more, yo. Shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz.
and turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Issue More, episode number 104. I decided to title this one, Just Another Ethnic Ass Day. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of extra ethnic shit happening in the city of St. Louis, Thanks. the county of St. Louis. Period, man. It's been a long ass day. First of all, somebody hit my boo again. What? In her new car. What? Hit her from the back and drove off in the little dude in one of them roundabouts, the natural bridge and Vanderbilt. Mm hmm. Do they mess her car up bad? But honestly, the damage is like, you can tell where it's a little, but it's not like the bumper. Good. It's a little damage on it, but what fucked it up is these newer cars got all these sensors. So, whatever he hit from the back messed up the sensor. Like, it's the parking sensor. Like, somebody behind you. Mm -hmm. So, now, she can't go in reverse because it feels like the sensor is thinking something is behind her. Damn. So, it's like, you got to go. Like I was able to get it to go a little bit. You got to go, like, mad slow for it to even really? seem like it's going to go in reverse. And then that shit barely, barely does this. We're going to get that all figured out, though, but, I was just glad her and the kids weren't hurt. It wasn't no damage. They was a little shook up just from the shit happening. Right. But that was cool. I was just like, I was laying in the bed. Like, I got done doing what I was doing. Thursday, Wednesday, like, I treat like my kind of like borderline off day, even though I ain't got no off days. <laughs> but uh, it's, I got to go get my hair cut. I go skate. I got to go skating for the first time in a minute. I want to learn how to skate. I'm so scared. It's not. You just got to, with skating, you just got to get over the fact that you going to fall. See, I feel like I'm too old to fall nah, now. I, I feel like skate. if I fall at 40, it's not going to be right. I mean, no, nothing happens the same after. Uh, yeah, I feel same. like I'm going hey, to like, fuck right up now. a hip or something if I fall. Uh, now, nah, I will tell you this. A couple years ago, um, shit, it was right after you came in. Remember we did the uh, masquerade party at Ritter? So. No, that was before me. That was before you? The masquerade happened right before me. So, we did a masquerade party at Cardinal Ritter. Mm-hmm. Maria went, like, skating a couple days later or something. She gonna tell me. She's like, my elbow hurt. I said, what happened? She's like, I was skating backwards, and this kid. I, she's like, I saw the kid, but I couldn't avoid him. I fell. She's like, I stuck my hand out to break my fall. See. And she's like, uh, but I'm fine now. Mind you, two or three weeks go by. Every day, she popping pills because her. She's like, my arm hurt. My arm hurt. I was like, why don't you go to the emergency room? Like you, you getting to the point like you taking right. pills every day. Her elbow broke. Like, she legit oh, had a broke she elbow. She had She had a broke elbow and went, you know, they put they put that shit in the sling. Then, wait, look, her gangster, her, they put that shit in the sling like a day or two after Christmas. So, New Year's Eve come around, she's like, I got this dress. <laughs> I'm like, where you going? You going to wear your sling? No. All right. So I mean, she, she went two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You drink a little bit of liquor, you ain't going to feel it right. hey, until the morning. Man, I was like this. that Her, her falling, I was like, man, I hadn't been on skate since, like, my early 20s. So, I'm, I'm like, scared. I'm good. Man, one thing, one thing I be telling people, one, I like to skate. Granted, skating throughout your life helps. She put, it was not for two weeks. <laughs> Damn near, she was popping them pills. Skating at a certain age, like as long as you keep it going, you be good. Cause the rest is so, man. We had an OG that just died maybe a year ago, but shit, Leo ass was out there. Eighty. Leo used to be in that motherfucker. He got the whistle. I done caught Leo on the floor. He be humping the floor. 
He was one of them old niggas that was living. I said, if I can't be like that at 80 in the state, I ain't coming no more. No, that's right. I was like, here go Freaky Leo. His ass used to be out there. He get that little whistle blowing. He gets a freaking on the wall, freaking on the floor. Like, you better have fun, OG. But, you know, skating was different, man. When I, I My first job was at a skating rink. Actually, my first day and my second job was at a skating rink. What skating rink? So I worked at Saints, and I worked at St. Nick's. Okay. You know, now, you know, and, and it's crazy. Like, my family... My family ran St. Nick's from the 70s on. My mama worked at St. Nick's. My my cousins, all of them. Like, literally everybody in my family first job so was St. Nick's. Was it set up more like a skating rink back then? Like, as far as the – because when I went, when they was having it, they had to reopen the back up. They yeah. redid the floor. I walked in. I was like, oh, this is a fucking cafeteria. That blew me. So, um, you got to understand, that was a preschool at one time. I, and, I, and I could yeah. tell it was a school. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a school. As a so matter of fact, I went to that school, too. So, the church, uh, after they closed the preschool down, uh, the church tried to stay open with the uh, skating. But now, you know, what it is, with COVID, they, they was like, we ain't going to do nothing. But when, when did the preschool close down? Preschool closed probably like 2016, 2017. Well, they kept the skating open. They had closed it for a minute. When I moved here, maybe a couple months to a year after I moved here, they started opening. They opened back up to skate. Yeah, DJ yeah. Bounce was down there. Dude who did our party, yeah, skate party. He was down there DJing all that shit. It was cool, and then out of nowhere, they just was like, "We gonna stop it." So, what it was is that it's the control factor. For for years, for years, the church had people who went to the church controlling the skating rink. Okay. So my uncles were like my family, my 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 maternal side. My great-grandparents had 10 kids. All 10 kids grew up in St. Nick's Church. So two of the brothers ran the skating rink from, like, the late like late 60s on. Oh, wow. And so, like, my, my first job, my Uncle Tommy was running security. My Uncle Charlie ran, did the, made sure the food was going, made sure the vending machines was full, swept, my, swept the floors and all that. It, it used to be that, that 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 gym was used for everything. I, I played C, uh, CYC. Catholic Youth Council, for y'all don't know, play basketball. We uh, that's when my my family had my nephew's uh, repassing. Okay, I'm about to yeah. say, I remember us setting up tables. Cause my mom, my mom is actually the parish council president down there, so she uh, she's like the head person that is not an actual church employee okay. who uh who works down there and uh. It's been, you know, it's cool. Like I said, the family has has run that, but with what, what really happened was when Uncle Tommy and Uncle Charlie died, you know, they ran it for so long, and then that went, once they, when you said they opened it back up, they got another guy uh, to open up and start doing it, and then he passed away. Oh damn! You know, so nobody younger, you know, all of us that worked there growing up, we all got our own careers now. My boy, my boy Kenny. He uh, he was a D, he was the DJ at St. Nick's before I was, and I was there from '97 to 2000 as the DJ. It seemed like it was ran more like a skating rink. Yeah, was there because when I was there, like we had skates and everything, they, like uh, skate they, rentals. All yeah, that they shit. definitely had the rentals in there, but it just didn't seem like there was a staff. It was just like random. It was like it was okay. always some lady yeah, it was taking always, the money. Yeah, it was some, always some lady I seen. It looked like was outsourced to do the food. Yeah, and then bounce would come in, and set his shit up, and buy the seats in the cafeteria and like, DJ and shit. Back in the day, it was everybody for you to work at the skating rink. Back in the day, you went to that church. Nice. Like we were, 
every DJ they had from the two, from what I remember, the three DJs before me mm-hmm. and the two DJs after me were all members of the church that we knew each other. And it was like, you know, my sister, my hell, my sister was a, we would go in, we would get to, like if Family Skate was at one, we had to be there at 11. Moving this chair. That's cool. Stop. Oh, I'm like, to get up and run. I'm like, get ready to push it. I can't go forward and shit. Okay, I just didn't know what was going on over there. And he had that rat. It's a rat. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That ain't no damn puppy. That's my favorite episode of Bart. Chilling in silence. Like, man, it looks like a puppy. That ain't no damn puppy. Damn, ran up on that motherfucker. That shit fucked me up. Man. I'm fucked with skating. Once you get past the fact that you're going to fall, because falling means you learn it. Yeah. And so many people, like, I tell people, I still bust my ass, but it's because I'm either, one, I'm just negligent, I'm just doing too much, my feet hit each other, and I trip. I'll trip before I fall. Like, I could trip, stumble, and still won't fall. Like, I could walk. But eventually, your skates become like shoes. I could walk around the rink. And them motherfuckers without the wheels rolling. That's what thing. That's what got me. Like I remember, I I went skating couple couple years ago. Went skating. I, I think the the lodge either had a skating party or some shit. I was like, I'm gonna go skating. Now my mind of skating was still probably 20 years ago. So nigga, I was going fast. I'm going slow. I I don't use. I don't. I don't have no uh, brakes on my skates. So I to stop, I turn sideways like I'm a fucking ice skater or some shit. I I used to do all that. Now. I get up, but I see everybody else. They doing this smooth ass walk, oh, nice and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? They don't even go. They ain't even going nowhere. Man, they just all about the, the art. The like, art. We brought. I mean, all, our culture has always been in skating, but now it's like now it's more of the main, like mm-hmm. mainstreamed out. Like but, I see these these girl groups. They be like, "Yeah, that's called a slow walk." I be yeah. like, "Hey, that shit's smooth, but that look, look like amazing. I'm a fall. But the crazy part look is, like I'm a fall. I'm not fucking with it. I could go deep into that shit. Like the slow walk. That shit. It was started by a dude. I think his name Rob." That shit was in, uh, he in, I want to say, Kentucky or Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think Kentucky, and then that shit, every shit, like, when I tell people, you ever watch ATM, when T.I. said, I could tell where they from by how mm-hmm. they skate, that's a 100% fact. Mm-hmm. I could look at somebody, do some or a certain type of skates they got. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, bro, you from X, Y, and Z? They were like, no, nah, but, I, or they like, yeah, I'm from right. there. They can know where I'm from. They know I was skating in the Chicago area. I know somebody was from St. Louis been skating. Like everybody That's got a, damn near. There's at least like ten. I want to say close to ten styles, if not that. But it's like I know that city. Oh, I know you. Oh, you skating fast backwards. I know you from the East Coast. Oh, you skating with these type of stumps. I know you from Atlanta. Right. Like I know. Like I done met motherfuckers that was in the movie and shit. Like the same shit you saw. Like they have parties, big national parties, mm-hmm. to where my first one was in Chicago. Independence Road 7 and then I go to one called Jive Biscuit that's in Atlanta and that's like a Chicago based party in Atlanta actually the lady who run it she is Zeta Anastar mm. her name shout out to Trish uh, but like that shit be cold my first time going to one of the parties I was still learning but I was in right. I was connected with all these skaters and it was like if you can't skate them not the shits for you to go to so mm. it should be looking amazing but I just be like I don't I ain't eloquent enough to fall and not break something. Like, I will fall and, like, yeah, see, can't walk. Like, you, I will fuck some shit up. With the falling part, it's like, okay, you know the falling coming. Boom. Now I learn how to fall. So, I it's think like, that's st- the, it's like know. stunt doubles. Yeah. A lot of people know how to c- 
catch the impact on whatever they doing. Have I fallen to the point where I fuck some shit up? Yeah, man, when I first got here, skate, first of all, if you can skate at Skate King, you can skate at anywhere, anywhere in the yep. world. Mm. Because Skate King has by far the slickest floor I've ever been on. And I used to have these super slick little orange wheels when I'm standing in the middle. If you don't have yourself balanced right to where you can stand, shit gonna go south because you depend on the wheels after a while. Yeah. I must have shifted my body. <laughs> them motherfucking, I felt myself going back and my feet coming up, like sweeping up under me. And I fell on my hip. And I bounced back up. Like, it wasn't shit at the time. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that hurt. But, but man, man, it took me to get to the crib and take a nap. I woke up. I couldn't go skate for the next two months. My whole left side, like, I would sit down. I was like, bro, I know I heard something. I probably should go get this looked at. Yeah. But I feel like it ain't worth the hospital bill. Yeah. So I'm going to just thug it out till I realize. I'm like, if the max pain is persistent past a week, then, then I'll go. go. I stopped feeling it gradually go, but it was to the point where I was like, I'm walking through the crib. I don't, I don't fuck some shit up. Yeah. I done seen people. Like slam their head on the ground, fall. That's why you like, be me. Like we 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 learned how to skate at a young age because again, like I said, my my mom, the, yeah. the fam the family grew up in the church, so that was one of the first things we all learned how to do. So literally, as four, five, six, or seven year olds, we out at skating rinks. Yeah. And then back then, you got to think back then we had way more options on skating rinks too. Like you talking about if you go back thirty years, we had Saints. We had the palace. I wish I could have You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you right now. Saints in the palace, Ooh. we didn't give a damn about skating. I, 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 I stayed at them, but I don't think I skated there at I skated, I skated I at the for. palace because we would go like we would go to the family skate, but then we also went to the Friday night joints. You know what I'm saying? The fun shit. The, the, the fun shit, That's the lock-ins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And being real, if if as I told my students, I was like, hey. I told my students, I was like, you know, one of my first jobs was at Saints. And they was like, oh, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And then I'll be like, hey, so ask your parents. Because I'm like, y'all y'all, y'all age, my kids age. So, mm-hmm. hey, I'm like, ask your parents about the saints of the palace. Do they know it? If they do one of these, that means they had their first sexual experience at that motherfucker. As, and they like, damn, for real? I said, hey, y'all, I'm going to tell you right now. That, everybody's first sexual experience probably happened at saints of the palace. But you probably had a sexual experience at saints of the palace. I didn't become mannish until I was much older. Oh, While y'all was being gross, I was just sitting yeah. there being cute. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was I was mannish at fourteen. I was Me there. Normally, are though y'all are a little. At four, I, I also went different. to I also went to all boys school. So we uh, got with a where it's like like, like hey going to all boys school like Monday through Friday we don't see nothing to do so shit Friday night <laughs> Saturday Sunday where the hoes at? Once I found that VHS <laughs> in my daddy's closet, it was a wrap. Hey, everybody's found that Shorty too. Shorty was wild too. Everybody's found that too. Man, it was first of all that was when the movies used to be long and see. I was like, first of all, for this thing for like one scene on this damn video on this thing. I was like, girl. Then he stepped the game up and got DVD. I'm like, bet. I got tired of rewinding this motherfucker back to the scene. I was found it. Hey, y'all don't know if niggas' memories like mine. So I'm like, I can't get caught up in this shit. I don't think that if you listen, my bad. But I cannot. I confess to a lot of shit as I got older. But Leisha was older, like my son, like bless his heart, like the relationship that he has with me and his dad, like he tell us shit, and I'd be like, why did you tell me See, that? Like what I the wish, fuck? I why wish did you I tell had me? That. Why? Because 
you because you know your son will come to you about anything but, so, right or you may yeah. not want to hear the shit. I was gonna say like that. So like his his first time and he was young. He was he was young. But like him and his daddy, like, like let's go out to eat. It was regular week. We all go out to eat. His daddy is married, but like that's my friend. So we go out to eat, but I'm like, like, why y'all looking all stupid? They laughing and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is funny? And so he's telling me about this experience. And it included stuff that I wasn't doing until I was like grown, grown. I was like, who daughter did this? These kids Listen, so the girl, the, the, the little girl, I'm her mom's friend on social media. Cool. And like, you know how them parents be like, my daughter would never, my kids would never. And I'd be like, your daughter's a whore. Like, she's a nasty, nasty whore. These kids. Sexually liberated is the word. <laughs> no, not at that age. Like, that's some no, bullshit. I don't know. I like, that's. Freaky ass I, know some, I, know some fr- I lost my shit at 14. I, I knew some freaky ass Well, like, I think there's still a difference between, like, we just having sex and then some of this other stuff. We was oh, not doing. I was doing some freaky What, ass you? Hey. I was watching The first. Hey, I. Shout out to DeSmith. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to DeSmith. Hey. Oh, God. Smith sucked Monday through Friday. But on the weekends, they turned up for their students. I'll tell you that. Wow. So, like, because they would have shit like mixers. Okay. We'd have a mixer. Okay. And, they, like, I remember. That's definitely some white people. Hey, some white people uh-huh. shit. We had a mixer. Yeah, had a mixer. Uh, <laughs> they had a mixer. The back-to-school mixer every year was always first weekend of school outside. Oh, yeah. And if you've never been to Smith, I'm going to tell you. If you've never been, to, if you've never been to Smith, the Smith has a lot of open space, okay. a lot of open Thank space. You. So you talking about, nigga? It wasn't nothing to to walk over to like the baseball field or the football field. Lincoln, boy, so, Bruh. so many chicks got hit in the dugout at Lincoln. <laughs> baseball, first of all, the baseball field, the closest dorms to that baseball field is Tom and uh, Tom and Perry. So. If you lived there, that was cool, but my, it was so ducked off. Mm-hmm. It was like the police station, the baseball field, and then the dorms, and then you go up the hill to the other dorms. You could go along. If you could make it in the baseball field, because you just hop the fence, if it wasn't just going to open, you go in them dugouts, wasn't nobody going to fucking see you. I can't say I ain't never do that. That was, I, I, mean, I admit it. I, I ain't never do no outside shit, because I lived in one of them dorms. I stayed in a more, a better dorm, because the options I had. Yeah. My roommate. Shout out to Donald Peoples. Uh, he wasn't really there. And I, was, and I was just texting his ass. Like, hey, bro, who, who you going to do back in the room? I'm like, X amount of time. I'm like, just say less. I'm like, just let me know before you come. Because it was a respect back. I ain't going to lie. So one of my closest friends, brother named Jason Freeman, he's square. Okay. And he knew, you know, as my roommate in college. We had a We had a very strict system. Very strict system. In college? In college. Okay. We was in college. We had a very strict system when it came to company. Right? The rule was this. He had a car. If he had company, I'd come back to the door and the keys be outside. He'd be like, if I saw the key underneath the door, then you knew. Then I knew. I grabbed that key and I'd go find me something to do. Solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and vice versa. Like if I if I had somebody, I'd be like he like he'll come to the door. All I had to do, hey, he'd be like, he already know. Like I literally, as close he's had the door open. Though, hey, and he closed that one and go about his and business. See, I stayed. I went to Umsu, but I stayed in the apartments, like yeah, University the, uh, Meadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had the four. I had three yep. roommates, but 
at 19, my boyfriend was my kid's dad. This grown-ass man. Yeah. So, like, I literally, I never, so this is going to sound so sad. I feel like I missed out. I've never had sex with, like, a college boy. Like, I miss. I mean, I went with a grown man. You know what I'm saying? He was 25. I was 19. I used to feel so bad, though, like, where I would be trying to sneak to, you know, mess with him. He, like, grown-ass motherfucker, fuck them. And I'm like, them poor girls, they live here, though. When I say no decorum, no nothing, like, we not giving them no warning. Please leave. I'm so sorry. And then I think I stayed on campus for two years, got pregnant. That was it. Like, I missed out on all the college. Oh, man. Wrong. I had oh, a see, boyfriend I, the whole I, I, time. I missed, I I missed, missed everything. On maximizing it because when I came to Lincoln, I ended up getting a girlfriend, like, maybe a year or some change after this shit, Sean. Yeah, three, four months in our relationship, she was pregnant. Right. And so Sean was coming. So that low key, that really stopped me from being the thought that everybody thought I would have been. Because when you come in, I don't know how it is for other people. I was a transfer student. So I was like fresh me that Lincoln. When I came, I was the only black, even though I was at HBCU, I was the only black person in my orientation. Mm. And it was all like, it was like a Chinese dude, random little white kids and shit. So I, they taking us through the tour of the school. I'm going through the cab. I'll see what this guy. What is this thing? Who this thing? I'm like, oh shit. I've been walking in the cab the first day. The homegirl. She's like, oh, who is you? And I was like, oh shit, y'all wow. I'm like, y'all bold as fuck out here. And you like this. That's saying you like this. Because I know I know black people. Hell about like, if you're going to say what you're going to say, but greatest experience of my life, like, I had an amazing time. I always tell people, man, if you just give me, I just want to do one week of my college life again. We're all, like, I'm talking about the parties. That's all, that's all the best I, shit. I think that's why I'm so excited about my son going away to school. Because, like, I didn't do literally, like, I didn't drink yeah. until I was, I was grown. Like, I didn't, like, the college drinking, college parties. I went to one college party. I let this, um, I had this friend, Kim. Listen, I had this friend, Kim. Sweet girl. <sighs> And I kept telling her, like, I don't drink. I don't do any of this. She took me to this party. Anyway, I got drunk. I probably was, like, 20, though. But I got drunk for the very first time. And I called Terrell, like, oh, my God, I'm drunk. I don't know what's happening. College party. We, like, 18, 19. This nigga's, like, 25, 26. To this day, I can tell you what he had on. White T-shirt, sleeves cut off, Nike jogging pants, cut, like, shorts, socks, and some Nike flip-flops. And that nigga came and got me out that party. He came with the fuck I'm out there. That nigga came and, like, drug me out that party. That was my first and only college party. I missed every fucking thing. I was a nigga that would be, if a party was Friday or Saturday night, I was a nigga embarrassed to go to to brunch the next morning. I'm jealous. I missed Because everybody be like, boy, your ass was turned up last night. I should Mm. be at a party. I I had this rule called the 10% rule. Okay, everybody here at 10%, that's a, that's a failure. Like, if you're going grade-wise. Yeah. I said, I'm going to shoot my shot at 10 of y'all in here. As long as one of y'all come through with it for the night, it wasn't a failure. Yeah. And I just say the, I would say the same line to 10 different chairs. And that would be drunk, cause, and I don't remember who I said that shit to until they go to brunch the next day. Motherfuckers be like, why should keep looking at me? They was like, boy, your ass. Because when you think about it, ear. think about it. When you do that, you get the ones that go and bite the first night. You get that motherfucker. You didn't. You didn't plant the seed. So Wednesday come through. What you want? Oh, my favorite one at the party. Or if I don't see you at the party, if I say that, if I ain't say it at the party, I'll say it the next day. I walk past my first one. 
how you doing? I'm like, hey man, I don't want to sound rude, but I had a dream about you. And I'll just leave it alone. I told a girl that one time at the party, whispered that shit in and just walked off. Forgot all about the shit until she walked up on me in the library that Monday. She was like, hey man, you know, I remember you telling me you had a dream about me. Oh, what was that about? God. I was like, oh shit. Man, I got a hell of a descriptive mind. I can pull Making some up shit, shit out of my hey. ass. Hell yeah. Be, but look, that motherfucker has worked in my lifetime. Oh, my I, done, I done manifested the coochie from a dream oh, that I I'm never, so ever had. Hey, shout out to Bay. So I ain't got to do that no more. I do want to tell my own boo that I had a dream that she, she be in the bed, so I ain't got to lie. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, man, the college days, I couldn't go through, I couldn't do a week on a college campus because I'm old now. I don't want to be on the like, campus. Just I just experience. want the week. Like, I want to be in Jeff City. Give me the sports on a Monday. Get, or let me, let, like, Wednesday, I need Thursday. I need soul food Thursday. Yeah. You know that would be a dope-ass, like, concept, though? I, I ain't gonna lie. A dope ass concept would be like, hey, let's get a bunch of people, go to a city, and just live like in that city for like a like a week and do all that shit. Be like, hey, it's third, like Taco Tuesday shit. You got you got that. Everybody do that in their own city. But to give them experience like that would be off chain. Yep. That'd be off chain. Yeah. My old ass would be right there and said, I miss all the fun shit. That's probably why I was such a fool when but I did you know get grown. It was like I didn't get to do this shit. I could tell when a lot of people like cause it, it was some old motherfucker. I had, we had an old dude. Like, his name was he was in band. Rest his soul too, because you ended up dying. I was like maybe some years. Maybe all this. Shit, I don't even know how long it's been, but his band name was Uncle L. Because he was old as hell. First of all, that's one thing. I wasn't in the band, but I was so close with niggas in the band. Niggas knew I played an instrument that I was automatically tied to it. I don't know about other schools, but at Lincoln, if you in the band. Whatever that name became in the band was your name at the whole school. Everybody at the school knew you by this name. Yeah, like, I, had a, I had a guy, I had, I had a brother, like literally his band name. When they introduced me to him, he he pledged in the frat. He introduced to him, they be like, "What's your name?" Me too. Wait, what? Shout out, me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 me too. And, and so, like, literally, like we kept calling him that. Like we ended up giving him a frat line name and all that, but we still, hey, that's right. me too. But look, everybody calls him. When I found out the real name, I was like. Yeah, and you know he's he's square too. Yeah, yeah. I remember when he got raised. I was like, but it's like, I was my like nigga, man, me my too. A Jeremy, his name, his name, Jeremy Verge. But shit, everybody know this nigga as Junior Battle from Coach Carter. Like that's been his name. So it was to the point where everybody thought this nigga first name was Junior, last that's name was so Battle. Funny. But it's some people like if they get a nickname, they nickname don't stick to them like that, so mm-hmm. they still get called by their regular name. Yeah, but it's a few motherfuckers like we had nigga name, we got a whole one name Satchmo. That was his name all throughout band because he. I think he started off on the trumpet and shit. Mm. Then, then he went to the or he started in the drum line but could play the trumpet as well. It was so many people. They got so many random ass names. And I was like, bro, you ain't gonna never like the home. Uh, my nigga Maurice, his name Meatball. No matter how much weight that nigga had lost, his nigga name was Meatball forever. Hey, them them names stick. They stay off the line. Like, I feel like you got put that shit on the like my my boy Antoine. Like his last name is Teeter. And so, literally, twenty years. What up, Tita? I'm glad and, I never had one of them last names or everybody wouldn't like it. Everybody gonna call me Martin, nigga. That's the first name. <laughs> Niggas just like, "Lily, boy, your ass got three first names." <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Nicholas Martin. I'm like, "Yeah, I ain't got no choice." Hey, dog. Hey, I remember somebody. Uh, somebody called me and was like, "Yeah, I was told to call you by by Alexander Nico Nicholas Martin." I was like, "Nico." 
like, you don't know that. I'm like, I'm like, hey, and I text her. I said, hey, just so you know, call him Nico. Don't call him Alexander Nicholas. That's just. I'm like, it's kind of cute though. They're real preppy. Yeah, it's the, it's the. I, they don't. I don't know he's black till he get here, man. If you definitely, that's, that's you yeah. Get, you don't know I'm a nigga till I show up on the phone. The, the name, the voice gonna match the name on the phone, and I'll show up. You get Nico the Great. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be ethnic. <laughs> but that's what I love about it, y'all. But look, man, we done Loki. We 38 minutes in. This hey, time. that's we what okay. we didn't finish. We didn't uh, got that I ain't time give y'all y'all welcomes earlier, but man, welcome y'all ashy ass back to another day. Of ethnic is Shamori, and it's another ethnic ass thing. Pay, don't pay attention to the name on the thing. I forgot to change that. That's one thing I always forget to change the title or the outline. Mm-hmm. But it's just another ethnic ass day. Um, you can always listen to us on mycitymymusic.com, ethnicishamore.com, Spreaker, which is our main source. And then you can go to Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, all 50 11 other, other ones that we are a part of. I don't know their names, but I know for a fact that we're <laughs> on there because I verified that shit two years ago. Um, I have a commercial to play for you wonderful people. I'm actually going to do this one first. Shout out to our wonderful sponsors, Law Offices of Attorney Roderick White. <laughs> Get in the wreck, can you just need somebody? Kindness out of love for your body. I know somebody. You need some answers, a tiny rise and white guidance. Turn your wreck into a chain. It gon' make it hurt. I ain't never been. 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 I'm attorney Robert White, and if you want real answers to your car wreck questions and real help with your car wreck problems, call me at 314 or 618. I got you. Or visit us online at igotyou.net. Shout out to Gerald. Cause he's doing wonderful things in St. Louis. Uh, well, I can say for the city because I don't know what he's doing here. No, I did see him do a he do a holiday. So he did thing, a giveaway like, or something. Yeah. Hello, hello, toys and kids. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he does more. I that's one thing about me. I've never been one of the people to expect a celebrity to come back to their city and do shit. Is if you if you have love for your city and you feel like it did for you, then you should. But by all means, nigga, you got to that money. You don't owe nobody. Oh, nobody. Shit. That's, why, nobody that's why I was that's why I was upset about the whole Nelly shit. Because I don't remember, I do not remember motherfuckers being, oh, Nelly, we got to put on for Nelly and the Lunatics before the Lunatics got it big. Like, I don't remember that shit. Now, maybe maybe I'm not old enough. I'm like, shit, because when when goddamn EI and Country Grandma, all that shit came out, I was in high school on on my way to college. But, hell, I think I was in college when the shit, when, when, when Country Grandma went big, that was my freshman year. Cause everybody wanted, to, everybody was talking about like, oh y'all talk like this, and they thought our dance was this shit. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, we don't dance like that. <laughs> nigga, they, they did that for the video. We right. don't dance like that. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never felt the need. I'm like, bro, this niggas don't owe something. First of all, this is a city. Didn't them niggas? And if they gonna do anything, they need to do that shit for you, city. Right. If you right. know anything you know about St. Louis, shit, it's like this. I, if we ain't go to the same high school, I ain't got nothing to talk to you about. That's yeah, really what it is. That's really what I it is. I don't feel like. All right, bro, I've seen niggas get mad about that shit. I'm like, bro, what did you want him to do? 
I'm like, did you want him to put some money in your pocket? Like, I don't understand the anger behind it. That because I guarantee you, he's probably poured millions into this motherfucker that you have no idea about. Everybody, but what it is is we live in a society now that. It's, it's a what have you done for me lately, society? And if it ain't visible, you ain't. Do it. And, right and, they see it. and they don't remember, like when, when, when literally when Nelly was real big back, like them early two thousands, he had goddamn what vocal at Apple Bottom. He did like whole model shoots and shit. He created a whole studio downtown, so motherfuckers can actually go in and learn how to produce and engineer I mean, and all this shit. Is that still around? But uh, I thought Vatterock closed. The, the one out there closed. I don't know if the one downtown is still open. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, the one, the one, the one out, the one out, oh, the, one out uh, the one that was on Hanley and oh. Seventy closed. So, okay, that that, so that mean nigga gang y'all something y'all chose not to do because I'm like thinking about it, brother. The next co-producer could have came through that shit. I'm like, I'm, but the crazy part, I only hear that shit about Nelly. I never hear nobody go off on Metro Boomin. No, nope. one of the biggest producers in the world is yep. from St. Louis. I've never heard nobody say nothing. Now, granted, I don't know if he do something here or not, but I've only heard Nelly name. I never heard the rest of the Lunatics names. When they was all at that height, it was never Nelly and the St. Lunatics ain't do nothing. It was Nelly. And I think it's because he had the bigger name and the more money. But even back then, it looked like he was, that the Lunatics were tag-alongs. Like, it looked, you know what I'm saying? Even though, yeah, Murph had hits. Hell, I like goddamn breathe in, breathe out. That was the club. That was a club banger in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? But it's just they wasn't getting the push nationally. You know what I'm saying? Like when Murph, when Murph dropped his album, I'm th- I'm thinking like Murph is really the best rapper out the crew. I've always said that. But Murph didn't get Murph and Murph didn't get the the tracks on his album that he really needed to. Outside of what's the hook gonna be? Mm-hmm. Like that album was so it was it was underwhelming. And, and only because that I felt, is so funny to me. Only because I felt like the same way. I yeah. always stood ten toes on Murph was the best rapper. Yep. And here when Kiwan came on here, he said the same shit. He was like, you know, that's his little brother. But right. he said he's like, bro, we always said Murph was Murph was the one yeah. who was gonna push. Nelly mm-hmm. just had the sound, and then you start hearing. I just didn't like how shit fell out. And then I've been trying to find a way to get Ali to come on here, like just to talk. He's just just to shoot the shit. He, he be having his moments and he's shit. But then I see the post a picture today in a little tip. He ain't caught Nelly out, none of that shit. You know, I think I'm gonna tell you right now, I yeah. think I think from watching the different videos and shit, they 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 some men with some communication issues. It is. And whenever you involve money on top of communication issues, you're gonna have a problem. They ain't no different than every family in America, especially black families. And then on top of all of that. You got somebody that's hurt, and he don't know how to really explain his hurt. So his hurt come off to us as like, man, what you what you bitching about? But he hurt. He he legit hurt about one. He he probably thought he should have been the guy, or the or the control factor, and he wasn't, and he didn't really want to play it. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. It's no different now when we look at when we look at Scotty and we be like, damn Scotty, you the and Scotty be like, you know what I'm saying? And Scotty be like, low key. After the last dance, she was like, damn, Scotty. We think it's Scotty. Hey, man, you was always a great wingman. He like, man, fuck that shit. I was, I was this, that, and other. And he, he, he well, low-key mad that he not Jordan. I be telling people, because I had this argument on the internet with somebody. I think he mad. I know he mad Jordan got more of the recognition. But I felt him. Only in the sense that 
Scotty wasn't listed as one of the top 50 greatest ever Damn. for no reason. Jordan never went nowhere until he was paired with Scotty. Facts. Everybody, that's the one thing I hate about them. The greatest arguments, all of that shit. Because if we go on that route, it's Bill Russell. Bill Russell got the most rings. If we're talking rings, yep. we're going Bill Russell. And people got to remember, got Co- one is a coach. Kobe was great. Don't get me wrong. R.I.P. Kobe. Kobe. But Kobe literally, it's the cast. Now, if, Co- if if you could tell me that Kobe won with three D minus sixty ranked players on two K or some shit, then you could be- say, hey, he to go. Same thing with Bron. Bron not gonna ever win by himself. Now, had he won that first ring? When he was with Cleveland, he would be go. yeah, he would be go now because that team, he had, a, he was like a star amongst. I ain't gonna say great role players because Ilgowskis made it to the All Star game. Barajah did his thing. Mo Mo Williams made it to the All Star game. None of them niggas wouldn't have made it there. Bro, wasn't on that exactly, team. he made his teammates better, and you got to understand, he took a team that was horrible. horrible. He took a horrible team to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And that's unfortunately what what people fail to realize. Let's go back. You go back to the 90s. Take off Michael Jordan. Take off Michael Jordan. In his position, put Ron Harper. Right? They did. They still won. When when, when Jordan retired, the Bulls was not a sucky team. I think they still went to. They didn't go to the finals, but they still went to the playoffs. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And so, like, when they had Scotty, when they had Kukoc, when they – it, when so you think got an MVP that exactly, season. you know what I'm saying. So it's just that mindset of when you the guy and you get all the recognition. Sometimes those position players on the side eventually do get tired of always being. It's like, you know, I'm like nigga, I'm about to rob into your Batman, and I, and I, I think it's just he tired of that shit at his old age. Then it ain't help. His shit ain't start trickling again bad until future took his girl. Yeah, when when he lost his girl, like I think that really fucked your, up his head. You lost your chick. You lost your woman to a young rapping nigga with a Gonzo nose. With a with a with a. Have you, do you know features real name? Bro, it's like Nevada Nevadius. First of all, I can't even laugh at no names because I've been telling people when every me and my friends used to have the, the like the ghetto name war. Who in our family had the most ghetto name? I always won because my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Trez. He has the my they whole line up until it gets to the cousin my age. Everybody names together. Del Vecchio, Trakeisha. No, no. Then, luckily for me, I was not named after my daddy. My daddy name is Zadie, so it's unique. But my uncle like Zadie, like Z A D I E. Yeah, people. I heard that one later in life. No, I was like, no, but it took till later in life. The people was like, when I started saying it, I was like, it's like like Zadie. I'm like, yeah, like Zadie. But, uh, they cousins. That's like the same family. But he he was born before the Zaddy for now. He was yeah. original. Yeah. But my cousin name is Zadius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got Ebony. Uh, well, Ebony just don't hit the same after after Players Club. Yeah, <laughs> after it, Players it, Club, Ebony just don't hit the same. So man, she got the normal name. Everybody else had the eth- extra ethnic names. Yeah. But I used to be like, Yo, when I found out these niggas' names. Because they all had, a lot of them had nicknames. Keisha, we all called it Keisha, so I never knew about the beginning part. My cousin Delvecca, we always called him Treads. Because his middle name is Cortrez. So we, Shit, his middle name, Cortrez. Cortrez, Coleman. And then, like, my cousin, yeah, it was just Coleman. like, I, was the, I got the normal name. Oh, my boy, God. But it's also my brother's middle name that I don't fuck with, so I don't really like the name that much. 
Gill. That's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's shout out our guest from last week, comedian Reggie Gill. Shout, shout out, out to, to bro. Yeah. Uh, me and him for the lock in next month. I'm actually sliding with him to KC. Yeah. He got a show with dude name is like Darren Big Baby. Yeah. Big, yeah, yeah. So Big he, Baby Brand. Uh, he he on his show with him. Yeah. So I'm coming to do like vlogging for him and shit. Get some video footage. So I'm gonna have fun. That's gonna be that tough. Shit. That's gonna be cool. Hell, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna talk to the Big Baby dude, man. Hey, yeah, Big see, Baby, hella funny. Like, like showing shit, see if we can get him with. He's like, bro, he'll do that shit. So, he yeah, hella funny. Like, bring some weed. I'm like, look, I don't care who the nigga is. I ain't, I ain't bringing no weed to just smoke the nigga. Now, if he want to blow because I got some weed, cool. Yeah, right. I don't give a fuck if you Snoop Dogg. <laughs> nigga, you got money. Right. The only person I was going for some weed to one time is I was in Chicago. I was going to school, living downtown, when the, the LeBron and all them niggas wanted the gold medal. I'll go to Oprah. And I go into the, I'm high as hell. I walk into the Harold's Chicken. And I'm, I'm standing behind him. And I'm like, yeah, this nigga tall as fuck. Turn around, it's Darren Williams. Now, I ain't never been one of them, like, starstruck niggas. So I ain't even say nothing to do just for the simple fact that I'm like, bro, you a regular person. Like, you don't want people lying in your ass. Yeah. Now, had it been Carmelo in that motherfucking line, I'd have definitely said something. Cause I'm like, bro, I know you smoke. I ain't even finna ask you to buy no weed because I know you got the bag for it. Fire ass dub in the room, I'm like bro, you can pull up to the doors, nigga. I come to the hotel, it don't matter, bro. Like the NBA season over, y'all niggas can blow. I know y'all be smoking, right? And I know y'all niggas smoke. I knew Jr. Smith was smoking during the season because the nigga lips kept getting blacker by the game. And my nigga was high as shit during the finals. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. But look, y'all, before we get into these random topics, man, the numerology corner just for some reason does not stop. And I honestly don't even know if this is fully the last one I had from last week, but I clicked on the same page, so I think it is. <laughs> Um, but the number 104 means hard work. The angels are telling you to press on, turn every stone and bend over backwards to succeed. Mm-hmm. Your strain today will be your gain tomorrow. It is time to reboot and go full force in your business. You may not see it now, but you will thank the angels later. It is also urging you to forge ahead with all the confidence in this world and not to take no or any answer that affects your life. You will only achieve greatness if you stay true to your purpose. Have faith and trust that your heart's desires will come true eventually, even if it takes the longest time to manifest. Live with intention and always maintain a positive attitude. Facts. I like that. Now, I will tell you the one thing that they missed in there, though. You can't achieve none of that shit unless you're willing to take that first step. You got to. And it's a scared list, like I said. working Working for me has been the scariest shit because as a videographer who is not known, you're not guaranteed work. I just, I do a lot of content shit based on myself. I'm like, well, shit, if I put out shit that I would do for me, right. eventually that shit gonna catch on. Yeah. And I'm starting a new web series soon called Off The Rip, which, and it ain't, it ain't like it's no original idea. And crazy part, I thought it was an original idea in my mind until I started coming across niggas who had hundreds of thousands, millions of views from doing the same shit. Yeah. So anyway, it's like YouTube just read my mind and just pulled the shit up. Right. But, what it is is it's a live performance series where I have I got like a stand and a mic hanging from it, and people just come like do that perform their song, and it's a big dude. Shout out to dude, and I think it's A Aza Productions, A Z Productions here in Chicago, but he started that shit. With, uh, I don't know, I can't say started it, but he got a big platform called From the Block, and it's another dude in Memphis called Boxed In. Matter of fact, the dude, Big Boogie got a few of them because he's from there. 
But uh, I love him. His, what the fuck uh, you shaking your head for? But the shit is cold because it's just like. I was thinking of something bad. And I was just like, it's just, it's just like a dope raw performance. It wasn't. It wasn't you. So don't be talking about him. I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about you. <laughs> but, Damn. Yeah. But yeah, man. So hopefully that shit gonna take off for me the way I think it is. That's gonna work. Um, if anybody honestly want to sponsor me a camera, um, hey, I ain't really begging. But but yeah, um, I ain't I ain't doing nothing strange for no change. Unless bank sign off on it for my camera. I doubt she doing that because she don't play. But if anybody TT needs somebody to talk to for a camera, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'll be a listening ear. Uh, I got something in mind that ain't really too bad in price. But if you want to get it, TT, I'm here. <laughs> let's get let's get into these random no, topics. Really quick, let's get into what you were over there shaking your head about. I, I just really um I. I was I'm really thinking, defensive about this, as you can tell. I, I see, like... He don't know why you like that twerking nigga. He's not... It's not a twerk. He's it's not a twerk. It's definitely a twerk. He's he not a twerk. He danced like that nigga who had no balance in the parties, so all his homeboys had to hold him up hold when the girl twerked him yeah. and shit. He'd be nervous. That's when you'd be like, hey, get that shit, boy! Get that shit! <laughs> See, it's a it's it's a thing. It, it is a twerk. He's, he's the okay. type of guy to dance with the girl on beat. Like he's twerking and she's twerking. He's like, like that. I do like that. Like fuck me like you want to. Boom, boom, dog, screaming. Oh, I ain't know that was that nigga for the morning. I just like the, when the car parked. Let me be the tune board. I yell that shit. The car. I I love him and he's gonna be here in concert March the fifth. Better use your social media. All you gotta do is tweet the nigga. I mean, message the nigga. I've already reached out. I'm taking him shirts and everything. Like I have the old lady game because I'll be 41 when he comes. And that's like a continuation of my birthday. We are going to see him, and I'm going to yeah, be party in bus, full all that. fucking yeah. groupie mode, booth, bought, have no bib. My son was like, you know how old he is? I do not give a fuck. As long as he's legal, that's all that matters. That's it. I don't care. That's a lot of old I don't care. praying on me, too, so I get it. And then, but like, yeah, the way y'all men, and it's only y'all men that have been hating on me and his love. Oh, like, I, everybody I, I has love, been sending me, like, I've been getting all kind of messages. You know, he gay and he twerking. It's not really no, a twerk. It's, no, a, it's a hip thrust. No, he did another video thrust. where he was. It's a hip thrust. He was he was on the floor on some freaky shit. But Strippers do that all I, the time. The only reason I ain't say I, I know niggas gay, too. Nigga gay, They're not gay. A lot of them niggas do be a little suspect. I don't know. A nigga dancing in the thong going. Sometimes suspect, but, but he just made like me and that go to nigga dance, dance like nigga. He remind me of first of all Chicago niggas dance like that. <laughs> Are they all gay? I don't know. No, they're not. I'm, but I'm never no. called big boogie gay. I, I mean, only niggas I call gay is niggas who obviously would tell us gay. It's like and, gay, and so he's well. not gay. But if it came out, he was gay. I wouldn't be surprised because shit is 2022. <laughs> but um, I hate y'all. Hey, in 2022, damn near everybody. He was dead. slow grinding the I'm ground one time, with, like with no woman under. It fucked me up. I mean, he was just practicing like his no, stroke. He's younger. Stage. He's practicing, practicing a stroke, practicing a stroke. It's kind of like what master, we did. Like, do you guys not masturbate? That's practice for something. Yeah, but I also don't do it on stage or yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, but if they now paid they you, they pay, see, I'll if they paid you to do it, money. hey. <laughs> I've been thinking about OnlyFans though. I have been. Thinking I'm just about. saying. You know, it is. It is a, it, shit it's a. It's a. It's because motherfuckers got only OnlyFans for feet and shit. No, yeah. no why not? Yeah, yeah, I, I know this shit. OnlyFans with just yeah, me too. Girls got 
OnlyFans are just their feet. Yeah, I, I know one. That's some wild shit. And they could be straight pants. I don't, I don't, I, I don't like feet that much to be like. I saw niggas fuck on that. the internet was buying used panties. I ain't put shit past nobody. Yeah. I was like, y'all some freaky ass mm-hmm. niggas that buy somebody drawers. That's nasty. That they bought and just put on. I'm like, I ain't never stiff no girl drawers out there. Really? Mm-hmm. Never. No, I don't want to. Like, I mean, no, I've never thought that. I can eat your coochie. Like, yeah. I don't want to sniff your drawers. What the fuck? Like, you putting them bitches in your trunk. What the fuck? You got so powerful with that. What the fuck? You putting them motherfucking drawers in bitch in your trunk. Or I'm looking the wrong pair of drawers and I ain't a grown man yet. Because I'm an immature. So- Immature nigga look at some people's drawers and be like, girl, what the fuck been going on? Don't realize how a woman body works. Yeah. So I ain't trying to sniff nobody. Like, why your drawers dry? See, y'all rather you sit that motherfucker on the bed. It's so powerful. Yeah, because it's my girlfriend. Hey, I'm just saying, because hey, it, it's, it's some girls, it has happened, where you like, okay, we about to get this shit going. And then you pull the drawers off and a whole new smell come in the room. That Them drawers, that means they've held that smell in. Ooh, so when they let it out, it's like college story. I've I'm been in there, and I'll tell you off the air too because oh they, yeah. they've been they've been here before. But um, I definitely like laid up with a motherfucker fresh out the shower, and I was like, "Yeah, something's not right." Well, shit, you know, you know, you know, I know a story of someone who Ooh, that yeah. that took over a whole bus. Yeah, we call that Tunchi. And we was like, like motherfuckers was ready to fight. We was like this, like literally. I never. You know what's so funny when that one nigga yells something in the back, like, "Hey, <laughs> what do y'all go? Who are coochie smelling like that?" No. Yeah, yeah it, it was bad. It would always be the one person who coochie stank to be looking around, like, "Yeah, who shit smelling like that?" I'm like, bitch, it's you. <laughs> but I mean, oh, some of that, you know, it's uncontrollable. Different things happen. Different. But I'm. You listen, just like I tell the kids, at, like, bro, one, it's one thing at seventeen. It's one thing at sixteen. I mean, at forty, shit happened to a coochie. Like, yeah, it, it, but, it be but, you, but that motherfucker hit you, and you be like, mm, something that's like, me. Let me I not got, go around people. Right. But who the no no yeah, no? The coochie got COVID. Now, who the hell? The coochie got COVID. Like, no, it needs that, to quarantine. No, it needs ten days. You know it needs to rest. No. Now I'm, I'm gonna say this: my my vagina is, is perfectly fine. However, comma. If something is wrong with the coochie, right? That does not mean don't go around people. Maybe don't have sex, but like I'm not gonna be like I'm not getting on the, the party bus because my yeah, coochie funny. I, I'm not gonna. But do if that. but if you if your coochie shit through some jeans, you should have not got on this party. Yeah, but bus. we're too old. Like don't sure. mention it. Like we're not. I'm not asking. you. What do you mean we're not? We're not. Lick it, touch it. But what do you mean? Like you just violated my nostrils. It. So I got to. You violated me. Ignoring. I can't ignore. Fun. You can. Yes, you can. <laughs> So I got a basket. Okay, you can ignore. You violated my nostril. I can ignore quick funk. Somebody pooed it. It's in the air. That shit stinks. <laughs> I'll get over it. I'll be like, ooh, what are y'all booties funky? But I ain't going to joke about it no more because it's going away. Right. But if it's a persistent coochie smell for two to three hours. Just, it, well, and maybe because I used to work in, in a jail. You know, I used to be a CO. And so I used to smell all kinds of really just inappropriate shit. Like, I can literally, well, like, they turn. Sit, they put themselves in there. I can turn, like, my smell off. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm just so used to being in that environment. Like, I know this shit ain't right. I worked for St. Louis County with the men. I've always done the men because I was a nigga, I guess. I don't know. But, like, niggas be, y'all don't be appropriate all the goddamn time. No, and, and listen. I'm, y'all be listen, fucked up. I tell a nigga, I'm like, hey, you look right. But I'm do like, you be like, get off the bus, friend, because you're right. No, you fucking don't. 
Well, you just smell it, you crack a joke about it, and y'all leave it alone. But when it's a woman, y'all want to have a whole goddamn I'm conversation. If I'm a flame a nigga, if I'm a flame man or a woman, you get in that bitch till I know you know what I'm talking but about. But you know what? What I something but maybe I don't, I don't flame everybody funk out loud. So I I feel like, and again, I cannot speak from experience. This motherfucker is perfect over here, but. I think that people, if you have a persistent smell of some sort, mm-hmm. you I feel like you become immune to it. Mm-hmm. So I met this guy, right? Dude was like, he was handsome. He was a little shorter, but he was a, a good, solid guy, right? You definitely probably know him because you're, ugh, I don't want to say that on earth. But this guy, right, he was like, okay, this might be a tender. He smelled like fucking basement. Like he smelled, like you know how somebody's house smelled like a basement? Flyest nigga ever. Do you hear me? The shoes, the outfit, the haircut, the, the the everything. He smelled like a fucking basement. And I'm like, if I smell this, you have to smell he it. He put no cologne on enough. He would put. I mean, he was. I mean, he was that guy, like the expensive cologne, but the basement, like it was in his his pores. And like, dude, we had you know been we in intimate settings. We didn't have sex, but like I would be like, he would take off his clothes and like set the clothes over her. And then come right. over her, and it was just smell like basement. Shit, and right. I feel like he did not know because he was immune <laughs> to nah, it because that called. was his smell. Nah, that motherfucker was sitting in storage too long. Well, nah. like, but I'm just saying, but like, he, he didn't notice. Like, he was around people all the time, fly. Like, it wasn't that he was a dirty guy. He just smelled like his fucking house. He smelled yeah. like basement. Yeah, he didn't was, know. What was crazy is he ain't got no friends. And I didn't ever know what to say. Like I'm really big. Like if I'm if I'm mean to you, I'm mean to you. But if I like if I we on good terms, I don't ever want to like embarrass nobody or hurt their feelings. So I never would say nothing because I was like, how do you say that? Like how do you be like, ooh, I don't want you to come to my house because my house don't smell like this. Yeah, you like my mama. My mama tell my <laughs> She do it to my son the most. But she done did it to me growing up. Sean, Sean one of them kids. And I like the same with my, my girlfriend, oldest son. But most kids, boys get to a certain age, they don't give a fuck. Oh. Like, they won't brush their teeth if you don't tell them. They won't wash their ass for Nothing. days if you don't tell them. None of that shit. Yep. So, me and her have to get on her oldest, her oldest and Sean all the time. Like, hey. Because the youngest, he hasn't hit to the point where he smells. Right. So we make him take a shower just because you just need to get in the shower. Right. But he's never funky. The older two, they get in the shower, put no deodorant on. Or like, her, her older, we have to be like, hey, bro, let me smell you. Because he'll just get in that motherfucker. I'll be like, bro, what you be? I'll be, every time they get in the shower, come out funky. I'm like, dude, I always make me think they be like that little video meme of that monkey in that pool who was just running around, splashing the water. Because I, I knew Sean one time. I switched it from body wash. I ain't had no body wash, so I had to give him a bar of soap never used bar soap, so I wonder how that was going to go. And I didn't, I was just like, yeah, just put it on your towel. I ain't really break it down and explain it to him. But he get at the shower talking about the bar soap ain't work. So he used the shampoo. I said, if you don't get your mustache back in this goddamn shower. Lejean used to just get in the shower and not even like, not even get wet. No. But he knew he had to get in this fucking shower. Turn the, wa- turn the, turn the water on. Center. No water. I knew the nigga would. He didn't wash his ass for a week. And he was just getting in the shower. And I realized that because I got in after him and I touched. I knew I had set. He used a loofah. I knew I had set that motherfucker. It was at the top because I was cleaning. So there was no way in hell he could get the loofah without trying to climb up in the shower. Mm -hmm. Never told me. 
He was just saying, I didn't say nothing because I'm one of the motherfuckers. You gonna learn your hard way. Yeah. I'm not gonna get on your ass about you being funky. Right. I'm gonna wait till some little girl at your school call you musty ass, and then it hurts your fucking feelings. Yeah. And then I bet you that's what I told Bree. I'm like, hey, you ain't gotta keep hollering at him about taking no showers. He think he that nigga when he go to school. The little girls be amping him up. And let his ass come in and smell a tart one day. Cause the same little girls that call him cute. Tell his ass he's funky, uh-huh. and I guarantee he gonna wash them motherfuckers. Cause it makes no sense. Rashawn Ruby smelling like a nigga been hooping for three, four hours. But them little girls, that'll change the trajectory. Yeah. Like my look, my son used to be fat, but like his daddy's big. I'm big. It was it was destined to be. But like you gotta slow down, buddy. You sneaking and eating food and shit. You hoarding the shit. It's under your pillow. Like stop it. Yeah. But I don't know. You wanna be fat? Who the fuck cares? You right. happy? Go be fat. So he went to school. So calling his ass fat ass. That nigga, he was like eight or nine, put himself on the diet. The nigga was getting up in the morning, exercising and shit. Yeah. Nigga, cut up. Hey, but it took some little girls. Yeah. Take a little girl. Yeah, it my, was like, you big, fat, round. My oh. nephew is, my, my sister called me one day and she said, hey, your nephew is flexing like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> he, he had went and lifted some weights because I guess some, some of, they played football at school. And he realized that some other kids is more cut than him. Mm-hmm. So he used to lift some weights and then he in the mirror like this. My sister said, hey, she's like, you should have seen this shit. It was hilarious. It was, it was the funniest shit ever. Like, and I'm sitting there like, hey, at 14, that's, that's that time. That's, that's, that time. that's the same shit happened to Herschel Walker. Yeah. I watched the documentary on him. He became as big as he was because he was getting bullied. And the last time he got bullied, them niggas picked him up and threw him in the dumpster. He said, never again. again. Yeah. That nigga was doing, he said, I would watch TV and I would do five, I would get to it. He was doing like a thousand push-ups, damn near five thousand sit-ups a day. He said, "I knew again. I would never let a motherfucker do that shit to me." And sometimes it takes that one moment for so, you to be like, "Never again." You know, I was like, "Look, son, the last thing you want to follow you through your career in school is being known as musty." The little stinky yeah. kid, the little that dirty shit kid. Don't go away. Yeah. Don't, Even when kid, you change, you change school. That's so still you. Musty yeah. boy. Is you gonna always be musty boy? I was like, if there was one thing, I was making sure. I was getting up in the morning. I was taking a shower before I go to bed. I would get up early so I could shower because shit wasn't nobody in my house. In the morning, my mama be going by like 6.30. My daddy was going at 3. So I was getting myself up to go to school since middle school. I been getting myself up, getting ready, getting on the bus, all of that shit. And I was like, I would get up, put my speaker in the hallway, and put music on. I'd be in the shower 20, 30 minutes. I'd be damn. I wasn't coming to this motherfucker smelling like fresh soap and cologne. Because Man. that must is something you don't want. Yeah. Well, we we almost short on time, so we gotta get. Let's get through these r- random topics yeah. on here. Well, we really just talking. Yeah, we've been talking. We've been talking, we been talking. Yeah, yeah, we which did. is fun because that's what we it like is to do. Fun. Yeah, that, that, that also show you that you can navigate because a lot of people, I don't have. And like I said, when my other two calls shout out, yeah, Yellow Flair, Melody Marie, I don't have times where neither one of them will show up. They gas the cancel. It was just me and this motherfucker. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like an hour, and that's why yeah. I had just an hour show. Right. Rambling by myself, coming up with shit. Yep. Right. And you just gotta go from there. You gotta learn how to roll with the punches, man. But first, one random topic just to kick it off. Let's pray for Regina King. Yeah. Her son, I believe his name is Ian Alexander. I think. Ian Alexander Jr. Yeah. He, uh, you know, died by suicide. And the one thing with that is because being her being a mother, that's just a sensitive topic. The whole world was just it was engulfed on the internet real yeah. quick, and I never saw nobody talking nothing crazy. It, but it was just the fact that. She's forced to deal with this 
a lot sooner publicly than she probably wants to yeah. based on it's a, it's a, it's unfortunate that it's the price of fame yeah. you know yeah. you talk about somebody she's been in show business pretty much all her life yeah. all right and <laughs> to be to to have to deal with you know these tragedies publicly yeah. is probably really strong i was listening to uh Ricky Smiley and I think they had played something where Vivica Fox uh, checked in that she had went and saw her and he, you know how strong she's been you know it, it's really tough you know my sincere condolences to her you know and, and it also sparks uh, maybe something that we can cover in March or April because we, we need to talk about mental health and we need to talk about the tragedies that go on and, and how they take their toll on people so uh, maybe that's something we can do in March or April, and get maybe one of them, one of them serious episodes where we uh, talk about that. So rest in peace to Ian Alexander Jr. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate to hear that because it's just like, like I said, I remember we talked about on the episode here. I, before learning more about mental health as an older, I never really had sympathy for people that committed suicide because I was just like, like you selfish why would you do this you know, I was like, like damn bro why was why you on that like and I yeah. never forget my daddy saying something to me because I remember making a post about when um Don Cornelius mm-hmm. from Soul Train he killed himself and I was just like I didn't have no sympathy for him because I'm just like bro you chose to do that and I mean I, and I still feel that not the non-sympathy part right but the like it was a choice. It was a choice. Like, you definitely, I don't know what steps, like, what steps did you take prior to that? Like, did you try to talk to somebody? Like, a lot of people will wallow in their sorrows and can't pull themselves from that. It took, like, I had I had the moments now, just shit, just figuring out life now. It's just like, shit, I ain't, I don't have a steady income I'm used to. And a lot of that was just like, damn, I, I started turning myself away from being, if it was my old self, I would fuck with people, like, I told I, I Bri, I'm like, bro, I would have stopped talking to you, not because I don't think we should be together, because I don't want you to deal with any emotions that I'm going to deal with for me going through a life change. You shouldn't have to. And But then it got me to realize, oh, there's like some people ain't built like me. Everybody don't have that switch to where now I could go through something like be stressing about money or something, but if it's something I know I can't fix in 24 hours, I know how to immediately take that shit out of my mind and be like, fuck it, because if I can't fix it, why, why, am, I, I, why am I harping over it? Right. But you, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so that just takes a really, really strong person, and yeah. it takes you to get to that point. Like, now I'm the same way. Like, I don't worry about shit. I don't complain about shit. Like, I'm going to curse you the fuck out, say what the fuck I got to say, and go on. Like, I'm not mad mm-hmm. afterwards. I don't hold grudges. None of that shit. But, like, when I was going through, when I was leaving my husband, because we didn't get divorced for, like, six years later. But, like, before, when the day I decided to, like, I got to leave this nigga, it was either I was gonna kill him or he was gonna kill me. Like I thought about suicide like for days. Like it was like a whole week of like and the only reason I did not was because of my son. And it was like, this is gonna fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was that part of like the selfishness was like what I've because I put myself in this situation. Like I married this nigga. I moved my silly ass down to Ohio and everybody said, Don't go down there with that nigga. I did this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was like I was 30 when I left my husband like in that had I not had a child I would not be sitting here like I and imagine this is college educated I believe in therapy like I have a strong support system I have everything that you say if you have this you will be okay I had this shit and I still couldn't figure out 
how to pull myself out of this mess I had got myself into. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just easier said than done yeah. in a lot of cases. A and lot I, of cases. I, I really, I all of us have been at low points and, and some supremely low points. You know, and I think it's also over time we, you know, our generation grew. A lot of us grew up with the you handle that shit. We didn't really have nobody to talk to. What you know, in this house, stay in what, this happen, house. what happens in the house? Stay in the house. Yep. Or you go to the church or something. It, it, you could pray about it, and a lot all those things. Like I never tell anybody to pray about it. Never. I never I tell anybody that idea that pray about it. Because it's going to fix it. It's not. I, I really feel like this. We as a people. And one thing that I, I've kind of conditioned myself. Because I, I, I still go through. I still have rough days. Even. Mm-hmm. You know. Not because of a divorce. I'm happily married. Right. But it's the the kids. You know. And so, sometimes they can put me in a low place. Or will say something because they're kids. And not realize. Oh that shit hurt. Right. You know. And when you're in a place like that. Sometimes the best thing to do, I, I always go back to an album, the very first CD I bought. The very first CD I bought, my, my mom bought me a boombox, was the Set It Off soundtrack. And goddamn Ray J. Ray J, Brandy Little Brother, had a song on there that said, If you can't do nothing better, then let it go. And every time I've been at my lowest of my low, I don't play the song, but I just think of it. I think of it because it's like, to me, that's what I do. Let it go. But not everybody has that. Not everybody has right. something that can bring them out of it. So, you know, when I think of people who have taken their life, you know, I really, I, I can't even say I pray for them. I just be like, hey, you know what? That was their battle. That was the, the war that they chose. And you can't tell and nobody, you can't how, tell to nobody how, how to fight their battle. And, it, you know, I know people who have fought drugs and you could put them in every rehab every possible way to fight it and they, and, and they still they gonna, gonna do it yep. it's not till they want to do it mm-hmm. and if somebody want to take their life it ain't nothing nobody in this room yeah. or nobody in this world can do about yeah. it you know what i'm saying yeah. when they lost that will to live it's no different yeah. you i've seen i've seen where husbands and wives been married 40 years one died another one like i don't want to live no more mm-hmm. i can't be here without her or out without him and so you know, not saying that they commit suicide, but they lost the will to live, and they died, and they, and they died quickly, after, and they, yep. they they stop. They'll do whatever it takes to be done. Yep. You know, um, I, my grandmother when she got to a state where she didn't want to be here no more, she was like, "I'm gonna stop eating. I I know how to fix. Right. I know how to stop this." And it, it, you know, no matter how any of us felt, she was this there. Was she was this was what she wanted, and so it, it's just what it is. You good? I was gonna say you was causing. Yeah. What, what, what you over there doing? You, you know, I said it. You know, when you're looking at goals, you're entertaining yourself. Did you get your team? No, I'm almost there. Oh. I put a goal out to make 10k followers, and it was gonna stop. Like at one point, my video that was going viral just did an abrupt stop. Mm-hmm. So the shit was just going bad. It was actually going backwards. I had babies on following and shit. And I was like, oh, man, this shit ain't gonna happen back in February. And then another video of ours just took it's on. It said it's yeah. only 500k. So it's going mm. to the mill. But shit, now I got four hundred, maybe close to four hundred followers today. I'll be at ten k. I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't want I'm my phone. Alone. I don't want my phone to be buzzing well, you know, like that. You know what I think so is silly. I think a lot, either niggas are slow because I think a lot of these people are following me because they see they're not realizing the person they see is not their page. 
So Bree is all Bree is the only reason my shit be going. Uh, yeah. Because it be niggas. It be all niggas. I get random women sometimes. But I'll be thinking they think it's her, her page. page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Right. I think it's her page. But her shit don't went up too, cause her shit was not like she done probably damn near got a thousand. Because I'll tag her in it. Right. And then but niggas be like, I'll be like just sitting here, I watch that motherfucker go up like ten people in the little time you was talking. Hmm. And I'm just like so this is how people be feeling who pages is at. Right. Man. Speaking of social media, goddamn Twitter. Twitter's clowning right now. Stop playing with Bow Wow. You know, they said Bow Wow. They, they, they own them talking about, you know, what song, how, if they can name three songs. I can name three Bow Wow songs. He, hey, he do goofy shit, but it's also because y'all got to realize Bow Wow had no childhood, man. Right. Bow he Bow like Wow. Michael Jackson. for he the for the, since he was six. Right. He been rapping since he was six. So we, his childhood... That nigga was making millions entertaining I So he always been a fucking once he got to be an age of becoming who he was, nigga was a fucking goofy. We and, just and, didn't and think about it like this. Bounce with him. My man my man's been making money since he was six years old. And not only making money since he was six, movies, music. And I, I saw a post on Instagram where it was like he said, uh, you know, if I could go back and you know, if I regret anything, I would have never done music. I would have just been an actor. In, 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 my, in my mind, I'm like, hey, bro, don't do that. Yo, movies was all right. Like, lottery ticket was cool on BET, but that shit ain't the greatest. But the idea. Like Mike fire. Right, like Mike was fire. But uh, it took another young, per, another person who grew up in the industry. Uh, what's my man? Uh, Little Sammy or some shit. Little, mm-hmm. Little Sammy came in there like, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? You a you a you a go to the to our, to to this generation. My, yeah, my like you got to think about like my my man. There, everybody in here that got kids be like, I hope my kid can make me a millionaire at six. I'll be looking at AJ like you watch so much Disney Channel. Just be stay cute and just get your little laughing. Laughing. Mama look like now. Cause I remember when he first yeah, his came. Mama out, was his fire. mama was so fire. Yeah. She had the braces in. She was thick. I was like, but we can name three. Out of my system is still one of my favorite songs. Cause I never really was a fan of that song. I, I, oh, look, I, I didn't even mention that. Roll Bounce was fire. Yeah, Roll Bounce was definitely fire. The rink that Roll Bounce was filmed at is called uh, Linwood. Linwood Roller Rink. And it's in Chicago area. Yeah. It's in the south suburbs. You walk in there, the first thing you see is that big ass Sweetwater sign. Sweetwater. It looked the exact same from that motherfucker. They just made the rink look different in the movie, but yeah, I fucks with. I, I love a floor too. Like it's a great ass rink. And and, and and goddamn, he had Journey Smollett looking hella good and making good. I was like, bro, you had the first lady, the former first lady, bro. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's all bad. But yeah, stop playing with Bow. Say what I say about Soldier Boy. Stop playing with them niggas. Like, but the nigga who posted the shit because what it was was a picture. He was like. Y'all can't even name three Bow Wow songs. It was a nigga who wasn't even around when Bow Wow came out. Like, you can't be no young nigga saying that shit. Bow Wow may be goofy as fuck now, but we not going to act like he ain't have girls fainting and shit. And he Crying. still get money. Like, my man's on the whole TV show. Right. Like, he and still get Soulja money. Soulja Boy just came out with a show. It's on Revolt. Day of Life with Big Draco or some shit like that. I ain't seen it yet. I don't want to see it. I'll watch it because Soulja Boy is fucking entertaining. So I like him. He's he got some of the highest viewed... <laughs> Breakfast Club interviews because that yeah. he do he do he is the greatest social medium one of the greatest social media marketers actually the greatest is motherfucker spectacular mm-hmm. because spectacular is the first black person to hit a trillion impressions mm. oh, and like and we're, we're saying a trillion 
because yeah. when he stopped doing Pretty Ricky, he realized how he was running against Pretty Ricky social media. Yeah. He realized how good he was at the shit. Got into the tech space. And now while all them, while Baby Blue going to jail for people Going to fraud, jail. Spectacular worth 56 million. That's crazy. Because he was a company called Ad Wizard who runs social media campaigns for celebrities. You know who's mad right now? That nigga Pleasure P. Pleasure P is mad. He was mad. still the best artist. We'll never, Pleasure he, P. He's first, like, AJ nothing but a number. Pleasure P was the best one of all of them niggas. Uh, I forgot what the, What was the Under, last one? He got a song called Under is my, one of my favorite R&B songs. What? Who was the fourth? It was a, it was four niggas was, in that. It was it was Pleasure P. Yeah. Uh, Spectacular. Spectacular. Baby, Baby Blue. Blue. Slickle. Slickle. Slickle was a nigga on World Star snorting coke. Who, <laughs> who he had like a little porn thing on World Star. That nigga got in the coochie and spent the round on that motherfucker like yeah. the doggy sounds crazy shit I ever seen. Wow. I remember Look, that. Hey. To hey. this day, I use that, that meme for any time I want to elongate a word. But did you capitalize. did you see when he told uh? He told uh, uh, Charlemagne, he was like, Drake? And it's like, you got your name from Drake. Draco. He was like, no, my name is Dre, and my middle name is Cortez. Draco. And everybody was like, oh. Because <laughs> he was one of the niggas, you just got to amp him up. Right. But like, I'm like, man, stop playing with that nigga. Like, if if Soldier Boy ain't come around, y'all niggas wouldn't be on YouTube doing what you do today. He do got hits, though. Soldier Boy is the first nigga to get paid from YouTube. And what people don't know is MC Hammer invested in YouTube. He was the first one of the original investors to get that platform. MC Hammer was? MC Hammer. That's yeah. why they don't talk about he ain't bro- he broke no more. He, yeah, he got to be rich now. Yeah, he's got to because he start he I ain't gonna say he started, but he's one of the like I don't know if they listed him as like a founder or co-founder, but he's like one of the originators of YouTube. And Soulja Boy was the first person to monetize off YouTube. Like he, I remember like I grew up in an era where I had a big ass shirt that was painted that said Superman that hope, and I was wearing that bitch to school. I went through the paint. We did the painted glasses like. Soldier Boy was so close to us when he made it, it felt like one of our homeboys made. It. Yeah, like I was. He like, did make bathing apes popping. He made everything. He popping. Nigga had niggas wearing rubber band necklaces. Hey, niggas was wearing goddamn belts that lit up. I and, and had, I, I did too. I did. I miss my. I want to wear that shit to this day. Like, but it's so hard to get the shit on there. You don't even want to deal with the motherfucker. That's why I got a mask that do that shit now, and you can just type that shit in. I wore that shit last to uh. She came to the pace the lady that came, the lady that had her came to the past masters banquet. That's where I got it from. I will wear that shit with the most ignorant <laughs> shit on there. I'll probably put your ass ashy on Go, that motherfucker. Uh, what is the next hey. goddamn question? What is wrong yeah, with you? We gotta run through these y'all. We got a couple more minutes. Couple more minutes. Uh smart or stupid. Odell Beckham Jr. His contract is plummeting due to the fact that he accepted he wanted to be paid in Bitcoin. So seven hundred and fifty K. He asked for it in Bitcoin at the time. So no, at the time Bitcoin was worth sixty four k. Yeah, Bitcoin now is in like thirty five, thirty seven range. It's right. crazy. Yeah, but that's crypto. That's really all stocks. All stocks are going down too. Right. And um, it's so it's the, it's the taxes. What is worth? What is okay. that's what fucked them up because what is worth now is really like he it's maybe like four hundred and twelve k, which shit for a regular motherfucker that's cool. Right. right. But then it's taxed at the seven fifty mark. Yeah. So that takes three hundred and twenty five k out the gate. So my man's is, is worth like thirty five. Yeah, thirty five. Yeah, his net right now is like thirty five k. Now the only way it would be dumb is one, Odell Beckham got other sponsors, so he get in the bag. Yeah. He's already had NFL money. Yeah. Which NFL really don't get you no bag. And, and a lot of people fail to realize 
the Rams are in the NFC Championship game. That's a bonus for everybody. And you just got another bonus. Yeah. Unless, that bonus unless the bonus I'm talking about includes that 750 k But he also is not that stupid because that shit is only worth that low once he sells. Yeah. As long as he holds the Bitcoin, right. he Gucci. Yeah. So me getting 750k in Bitcoin, if I don't sell this Bitcoin once it's at this low, I didn't take no L. He can sit on this shit for the next 10, 15 years. That shit, by the summertime, I bet that shit go up to about to go to 50, 60. But where it's at. It's, it's it's numerous types of crypto, which is which is hurting Bitcoin. Like yeah. it's so many different levels of, of crypto. It's hurt. It's hurting Bitcoin, and that's why it's dropping. But shout out to crypto because I came up like three bands off Dogecoin. Like when that shit first cracked, and I'm mad because based off the stats of it, when I had, I had bought it like before, like 2021 and shit. Had I had me and Ray talked about. And we just took the money, like, we was each, I had some random money to throw away, not even throw away, but put in something. Right. And we each put a thousand into Dogecoin when, where it was at at the time, January 1st last year. Mm-hmm. And when we sold it, I came up behind it, chaos. Like that shit, because it was, it was hellas below a penny. So when you buy, you put a thousand dollars below a penny, like four tenths below a penny, yeah. I'm getting millions of this shit. So once it hit to a certain point, it got at the highest it got to was 75 cents. I would have sold it at that 75 cents based off what I would have bought then. I would have made like 100, 200K. Mm. Man, it would have been chilling. It right. was like, nigga, I couldn't believe that shit. So that's what I'm telling I would have sold as soon as it started dropping. No, but that's what I did. Right. Once it got to, I had bought, because I, I was, I didn't, I didn't really understand the shit. So I buy it. I see my shit lose. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going for this shit. Right. Sell it, keep the money in it. I'm like, man, I got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the bad. That's the thing with stocks and all that shit. You got to look at the long term. Yeah. Some of them shits is worth the short term. Like, if, like when COVID happened, everything took a plummet. Yeah. If you bought in and sat through COVID, I watched some of them niggas become millionaires off that shit. And I even came up on certain shit because I was listening to other motherfuckers, but I also lost money too. Right. It's also it's also figuring out what stock is for you. Yeah. You know, like do your research. Like knowing. I've, I've had stock in Ameren for years. Why? Because of the fact that my mama work at Ameren. Like, it's it's a safe one. It's not like there's another comp- another electric company here. So when you think about stocks, even our Grand Lodge. The Grand Lodge has stocks in what, what we consider safe stocks. Mm-hmm. Spire. It's, there's no other gas company here. Right. So those are safe stocks. So even as they, they don't make as much money, but they're safe. So they might grow smaller. You know, they... they yeah. Shout out to them because when I was working at Square, you got the option to either do the four hundred one k or do the employee stock program. So I did stock shares, and I definitely got like nine k out of two seven. Because what it do is when you lock it in forever, when it, it go, it build up for six months to take. I didn't take like twenty. $20, $30 out of my check. Mm-hmm. But for six months, it would collect that money and then it would buy on the next day. But it always bought in at your original locked in price, no matter how high it went. I didn't know that the second time around it bought in. I thought it would go based off where I sold the last time we picked right. it up. So my shit was locked in at $77. And you get a 15% discount. So I was buying stock at $64. By the time, my second time it purchased, the motherfucker got like $220. Damn. So these little twenty thirty, I'm putting in a thousand and something. I'm coming up. My first time I did that shit, I probably sold. I probably sold it at like forty six hundred off a thousand, like nine hundred thousand dollars 
investment. Mm. Off of money that I didn't see missing from my anyway. check. Right, right. That shit was crazy and they like. So I, I started off, if you got it, depending on your company, you got an employee stock program, look into that shit because depending on the company and how long you want to sit on it, because once I, once I left, it could have just went to the other and it went to a non-employee program. And I just let it build, but I knew that shit was gonna drop. I'm gonna tell you right now. I when I was at when I worked for the archdiocese, um, they put they put uh, they put your money they put money in stocks and like your retirement and shit is in stocks. So when I left the archdiocese, I realized ain't no point of taking this little money because they don't pay you shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. They they don't pay you shit. So I was like, well, I'm gonna cash mine out. Well, when they cash it out, they, they tax it on top right. of taxing it. They hit you with penalties because you're not old enough and all that shit. Well, they cashed out, but they must have kept something. Because my mom goes, hey, did you start working for Ritter, Ritter again? I'm like, nah. She's like, you got mail here from the Archdiocese. Money has accrued since I well, left. You will have vested and unvested. Yeah. So Because I helped somebody else with that. She was like, well, this is the amount of money I can get. It's hell more money. I'm like, well, this is money they just haven't fully turned over to you. It's yours. Right. But it ain't went there yet. It's just to make sure you pretty much you don't take all your goddamn money. Yeah. And I was like, I'm still getting money. I I'm sitting there every I literally every month I get a statement that says I still got money over there. And I'm like, well, just don't cash it over, you know, whenever y'all get a chance. Mm-hmm. I want my coins, all of them. All of to them. the penny. <laughs> I'm not coming back. So you said we not, not okay. Yeah. So look, y'all I'm gonna play. We got a little, another quick commercial break from our sponsor before we wrap this thing up. Once again, shout out to the law offices of Attorney Roger White. Did y'all see that lady, uh, Elizabeth Boyd, her live video? Yeah. Bills paid up to $500 each month. You gotta pay the bill. Wanna win this money? Wanna win this money? Just by logging on to 963theloop.fm and registering to win, we're paying your bills this and every month with attorney Roger White and 963theloop.fm. Hey man, shout out to the law offices of Attorney Roger White once again. Man, we're gonna wrap this wonderful episode up. Episode 104. Just another ethnic ass day, man. It's been a lot going on. Two officers got shot. Man. West Flow was so like this shit was so sold up. I had to turn around. And mind you, when I went to go meet Bree, because I was like, I was like, do you need me to come? She was like, well, yeah. I was like, well, I don't feel right just sitting in the crib and right. Yeah, you don't know got, what's going you on with your go. car. You got to so go. So I'm like, I'm, I told her, I'm like, she was driving to the crib by this time. I was like, even if I got to meet you on West Flow and just follow you home, I just don't feel comfortable, comfortable laying in this bed and y'all right. ass kind of going through something. Right. So I got to tell her she had to reroute herself to where we going because at this point it was 530. West Flow was still sold up. Yeah. And they call all them niggas by then. Yeah. One of them died. Like, mm-hmm. they shot one of them niggas. He lost his life. But, yeah, they shot her. One of them was part of this shit happened yesterday. Okay, shout out to whoever Priest is. We appreciate you. Say great podcast, right man. We appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. As always, if y'all want to donate, you got. <laughs> uh, I actually have a thing for that that I'm supposed to keep up during the show. But my black ass be forgetting. Uh, so you can donate. Cash app, Nico Martin. I'm actually probably going to change that or get another one. Um, and then PayPal, Alexander Martin 3289 at Gmail, man. We try to keep, want to keep wonderful things going for y'all, man. But make sure you tune in next week. Woo-wee. Next week is the beginning yeah. of Black History Month for us. Yeah. And we're going to have a just a really black-ass month. Yeah. 
We lot of, lot of super ethnic. We're going to have the ethnic-ish and more. So we're going to kick it next month. We have, I think, one week has some guests, but it's just based on the topic. But we have no set specific guests. Our historian in the building, man, we, we, we left this month up to him. I'm going to just tell y'all right now, these next four weeks, you know, I, I'm going in my bag. I'm going in my bag. Y'all about to see, y'all going to see Past Master on his own on 8 to 5. Like, you about to see what my students get. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what you about to get. Like, literally, we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to play some Black Car Revoked and things like that. I'm going to send you a copy of the outline. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Just you tell me. We about, about to make it. We're going we gonna to make it pop. Next week, I, I, I'm I only asking this next week. Listeners, viewers, will you be back? No, you still won't be back next week, will you? Uh, off your bid. No, I don't get back. Uh, Man, we're going to have to go live on my page Yeah, I got 14 week. more days left, y'all. Uh, we're going to go live Facebook, on my page next week. Facebook, keep with Tom, Zach, whoever. Tom is my space. But you probably, Zach, you probably Mark Cousin. So, Stop fucking with me, man. I'll be we, flaming niggas that be flaming me, too. Damn. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. But yeah, but we, but my thing is, do they get flagged too? And the crazy part, I got flagged on Instagram too because the nigga was the little video we got viral. It's a video of me like showing Bree, and you hear a kid's voice. Right. Now, if you knew the the originality of the video, that shit come from like seven years ago. Some little boy found his mama phone mm-hmm. and was just in the phone type of like, "Here's what I want to say to you. I love you. And when we get on, I want to have sex with you." I, I seen like that. the video is hella fun if you watch it, but he's not talking to nobody. Right. And I had some weird ass motherfuckers popping on there thinking it's a real kid holding the phone. So they've been talking crazy to her, all type of shit. I had to flame some nigga who claimed he was a musician and got a feature from Drake. I'll talk bad to that nigga. You go on the post, you can see it. I'll talk bad to that nigga. But crazy part, I wasn't talking bad from a place of anger. It was funny to me. So while he's getting mad, I troll people. I troll black people. I want you. My end goal is to hear you want to fight me. Because I know I got to you. Because how you let a nigga on the internet that you can block or stop replying to get to you? Right. That's why I never understood cyberbullying. Right. Never understood that shit. Because nigga, you can block me. Yeah. And then white people, I want you to call me nigger. <laughs> and I've made it happen twice. Because that's my goal. Did you say that with ha- the hard O? With the hard We need that ER in there. Yeah. I mean, I need. I like. I want everything lowercase till we get to the ER. Yeah. And I do. Once you do that, I say thank you. I was just trying to get you to that point. I'm good. Have a blessed day. And they be pissed about that shit. But I almost got blocked on there too. I realized call, telling niggas they pussy is what be getting me flagged. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're not going to do that shit. You pussy. And then they be saying I'm bullying and harassing niggas. I'm like, they pussy though. So, and I don't think I'm no tough ass nigga. You're you not going to do what you're doing. I just hey, think you got to You got a Monet. Yeah, Monet. I got this motherfucker. Shout out to uh, uh, Fashion Oaks. Low key, quote motherfucking like seven dollars because Bree is a she she loves Mary J. Blige and it was a men's shirt and I sent that motherfucker. I was like, I'm gonna buy this shit. Shout out to TT Mary. Uh, shout out to Zeke Mama because we ain't gonna Man, talk about that. Diana slapped that shit down like a big joker in space. I just wanna know how did they. Why is that nigga not the right age? First of all, first of all, first of all, yeah, fire the writers because there's no way. He that means he went to kindergarten at nine. Like, well, I saw that. I was like. Like, yeah. When I want to know when. I, and I feel like maybe it'll come out in the next episode. Because it, it got to have, like, one or two more left. But, like, yeah, when more. did the lie start? And I think it had because she sent him off to whatever family member. Then she got him back. But how, but well, still, there's a four-year gap. And then, like, like where, was, where was, like, her husband at when she was pregnant? So nobody knew she was pregnant? So like, what, what You I know, the conspiracy theories, what, we, what I've read people's 
theory is before we wrap this up. People was like, well, she was with dude. Um, she was with uh the the main Method, baby dad. Yeah. Oh the yeah. I saw like uh and I don't know if it was created or whatever it was, but like a birth certificate supposed to be for Kane. Yeah. His shit said ninety seven. But Zeke was supposed to be born in ninety eight. So that's where it's confusing. Nah, you know nah. Because Zeke is, Zeke is older than Kane. Yeah, that's why I said that's yeah. why I didn't know if that was a made up thing or nothing because it looked like something that came from the show. Yeah, that's why he said he was like, so, so you trying? So, yeah. so I'm not your oldest. That's what he right. was saying. And, that's, and yeah. I remember that part. Like, where was everybody? Like, so, so nobody knew that like, you was pregnant. I feel like what happened was she probably was with the baby daddy that was in jail. They broke up. She got popped off with that kid. It was some time in between there before they got back together. Sent that baby like you know how black families is and it, it ain't no common thing where somebody have a baby young and they send Tyler that Barry kid off to another family member. The kid grow up thinking you they sibling or something yeah. the whole time you ain't mom. Yeah. So you keep this lie going. And then she got back with him, start having Kane, Diana, Drew, and all well, of this shit. Why lie about his age though? Like what the fuck I, was that part to, about? To, to make him seem like that straight her nephew. Because well, if this how come man it couldn't have been her nephew at his regular fucking age though? Like you don't have yeah, old like, nephew. Yeah, that's like, what does that, that mean? Yeah, it was suspicion that they all that, that, the writers really dropped the ball. Because that shit that, is weird as hell. When you start thinking about a, a five year old, that's like me saying, "All right, where where's his life from the time he's <laughs> one to five? Like, right, where was child protective services? Then, right, because ain't, ain't no ain't no way in hell you started a kid when when like you walking around and you show up at a school. He deserved to be in kindergarten. And he's big and as he fuck. Nine. You know he was big you as know, he's exactly. a big ass guy. You know, and so that, there's no way that I'm, I'm somebody. Ready for the next few episodes, yeah, I really am. I knew that shit was coming. Monet should have talked to her when she said, I need to talk to you. But you still got this little attitude because she finding out about your business. Mm-hmm. But she slapped. But she was like. But they were just. They're, they're, that's your fucking auntie. That's your mama. He like, auntie. I wonder how you feel in real life because he every post about dude is he's hilarious. Dumb. But he's awesome. First of all, the nigga sings. He's horrible. Got a music I video saw the video. Ass. I saw the video. But look, y'all, man, make sure y'all tune in with us next week. We ain't gonna be talking about Zeke. No, next week the episode will come on. Somebody yeah. has something to say. Yeah. Part of Black History Month, man. It's your boy Nico. We need to go to name introductions. Nah, no. Well, y'all know who the fuck we is, but for those <laughs> who just now tuning in, I'm Nico the Great. I'm the past master. And I am Big Motherfucking G. It's everybody's favorite everything. And we got one more video. We out this thing. <laughs> The one of the it's like one of mushrooms. It's like one of the uh, one of before two. Throw, throw your ones up. It's the one of. Where's your sense? Count to sense. I've been making money since little rich was a kid, but now I'm getting big. It is what it is. Probably till it ain't, and people say they can't. Well, I know I can, like a soda. You know what? I'm just giving something to rap about. Until shows packed out, throw hands, you got a bad mouth. Never pull the strap out, unless it's home invasion. Or people wanna act out. I don't act out on occasion, but occasionally people wanna play with me. I'll throw their hands, I'll say the street. Got the most faith in me. I'm the one that make believe. My plans go to A to Z. I put it on the table, G, but I swear my hands full though.
Hometown hero word to Albert pull hoes Y'all just wanna pull hoes and wear some cool clothes This ain't high school bro, I need you to do better This here a new air, cap locks Like on your laptop, my pen came for Ragnarok I've been bad before I had a clock in Chicago They like have a pop, 99 problems and I have a lot Fishing in the pond, then I'm catching all these magic cops Until I get a Gyarados, follow me on Gary Toe Longboard out in Cherry Grove, life is like a merry go What you at the scary folk, told you folk I ain't never scary, I'm on quarantine at the Hey best friend, I see you wouldn't sit your ass down. <laughs> now Corona made you sit down. It's okay, I have all the fun for you. You relax, feel better, get your head together and be blessed. Love you. traveling this summer make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from harris teeter it's easy download your evic coupon and for every dollar you spend with your vic card you'll get two fuel points that's up to one dollar per gallon on quality fuel at participating bp and harris teeter fuel centers download your evic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with evic and harris teeter fuel points can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.